Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team and a partner with Empower Living. I'm a coach with the Empower Living group. And today I just want to introduce you to one of my, my special friends. And the reason that I met Ben is because of a community that I joined five years ago. But before this, five years ago, I'm telling you, if you had told me that today I would be talking to Ben Starling, I would have said, how would that ever happen? Because I, I don't have a place. I don't have the money to get to that interview. I don't have, how can I do that? But when I changed the way that I looked at things, the things that I looked at began to change. Prior to this five years ago life that I lived, I was totally just bound by the opinions of other people. I mean, I did not have an original thought. I was so worried about what other people would think. I was trapped. It was almost like living in a mental prison. And I never really knew how I had that desire in my heart to have more and do more and be more, but I did not know how until I took that step. So I took the step in the direction of my dreams and it's been amazing ever since. So today, I'm super excited to bring my friend Ben um, on the podcast today, and I know that when he finishes, you'll also say, wow, I'm so glad I met my new friend Ben. So I'm going to turn it over to Ben now. Ben, welcome to our Gritty Women podcast, which we have guests from all over the world and men and women listening to our show. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. I, I don't know if you know or not, but uh, John and Margaret Maxwell were neighbors of mine for a number, uh, a, a number of years. I live on Singer Island down in South Florida. It's an island north of Palm Beach, and John and Margaret lived uh, ne next door um, at, at the condo. Yeah. Wow. So, no, I never knew that. Yeah, what what yeah, great neighbors, so. both ways. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So through through my friendship with Paul Martinelli, I um, uh, I came to attend a number of the um, the orientation or the speaker training. I think uh, I, I think was the the name of it, and always had a great time. Met lots of uh, lots of great people there. So wow! I'm glad uh, awesome. glad to be able to talk to you and and your many friends and. I guess what I'd like to talk about today is something that, that that's relevant, um, whether with, with or without a pandemic, this this advice is, is still the same. But during a pandemic, I think it is even more um, more important to, to to focus on. And one of the things that that in, in my work of, of of coaching, counseling, consulting organizations on how to raise more uh, money, major gift support for their, for their charity. It, it, it is always something that, that is a need and um, great fundraisers always, uh, always do this. And, and I want to share it because it's, it's not only applicable to the charitable world for fundraising, sales in any type of profession, everybody should have these three lists. So I want to talk with you today about three lists, and it's, it will help people build their network. And there was a book written a number of years ago um, 
by a man by the name of Harvey McKay. He, he wrote the book that, that really uh, exploded on the scene. It was called Swim with the Sharks. Uh, Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive. And then he wrote another book after that. And, and, and I, I don't remember the name of it exactly, but it's like um, build, your, build Your Ship Before You Sink or Build Your Ship Before the Water Rise. So, something, something to that effect. It was a second book. Um, but it's about building your network. And, you know, we've all heard the, the phrase before. It, it, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I think that that is uh, something that, that we all, we all want to remember and because it's relevant. I had shared with someone that, that over the years, the jobs that I've had, um, you know, raising billions of dollars for these, these organizations, um, two of which that I, I've worked for have been billion dollar entities. And, and so very, very large. I've never had someone ask for my transcript. Now, is it important? Was it important that I graduated from college as, as a part of that? Absolutely. Um, but as I've always shared, un, unless you're a doctor or going into a profession that, that's highly academic, you know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd really encourage you to have a, uh, uh, a A plus in your Rolodex. Uh, younger generation might not know what that is, but th those of us uh, that might have a gray hair to understand the term Rolodex. And for those of you who are younger that might not understand that, it is it is having a network. Who is in your in your network that you can pick up the phone and you can call, uh, not just send uh, email to that that might go into spam, but but somebody that you can you can interact with that uh, th that knows your name. We all know um, that that you know you you may know a lot of names, but do those names know you? And there's there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So the the three list, and I often share this with people who are looking for a job, and 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 right now that's that's a lot of people. Um, so whether you're trying to to make a sale, whatever it is, I want you to think about three lists. The first list are VIPs. Who do you know? That's a VIP, somebody that whenever you put their name down, if you put their name down as a reference, um, you know, a, a somebody that can vouch for you, that when you have their name on your piece of paper and they're associated with you, that somebody's going to look at that and say, wow, this person gets a second look because if John Doe endorses him or John Doe knows him or John Doe does whatever, makes a phone call on his behalf, that person must be top. So you always want to keep a list of people that are VIPs. Now, your grandmother doesn't go on that list. Your first boss doesn't go on that list. These, these are people of, of note, of importance. And, and it's important to remember that if you, a VIP list it can become a relative term. So if you are in a small town where I grew up, that VIP list might mean that it is the CEO of the corporate agricultural entity that, that is there. It might be the president of the bank or the chairman of the board of the bank. Uh, if you live in a place like, like I do, 
um, and, and raise money from a lot of very wealthy people, that, that VIP list might be the names of some billionaires that I've worked with. So again, it, it, it's relative to where you are. So your first list are your VIPs. Your second list are people that can employ you. So if you're looking for a job, these would be people that can give you a job. This is not somebody that can refer you to a job, but someone that has the authority to say, hey, Lynn, I'm gonna hire you. You're a great fit. I'm gonna hire you. So think of it too, if you're trying to make a sale that, or if you're trying to land a speaking engagement, who are the people that can hire you? So that's your second list. Your first list was VIP. Your second list are the people that can hire you. Your third list, and th this list is just as, as, as important as the others, and sometimes I say this is more important. And these are people that know everyone that can connect you. So when, when we think about people in this world, who are the people that know all the right people? Who are the people that are your cheerleaders that are going to go up to the chairman of the board at the bank and say, Lynn Brown is the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> if you don't hire her, you are crazy. Um, now, the chairman of the bank might think, who is this crazy person telling me what I need to do? But the chairman of the board is going to remember the name Lynn Brown. Um, so think of, think of those people. Those people are, are often in jobs where they know a lot of people. Uh, they often work with, with important people or, or um, in, in a public relations, a marketing, a, a fundraising entity. So make a list of those, those people. So when you're, when you're, you're thinking about that, it, it's important that these are people that can, uh, there was a term in Washington called carry your papers. Who's carrying your papers? Meaning, Who's, who, who's taking your, your information to others and, and laying it out there on your behalf? And so think about on this list, who is carrying your papers? Who can be your cheerleader? Who's gonna be the one to introduce you to the people that you need to know? Wow, um, that, that is great, um, just great wisdom. And, and it's so interesting too, because the reason we are having this conversation is because of the very things that you just described. You know, I, I leaned in to growth. I knew I needed more. So I stepped into the John Maxwell team and that's where I was introduced to Paul Martinelli. And, you know, I leaned into mentorship and I have been every day. I, I mean, it's like drinking from the fire hose still. I feel like it's day one, you know? And so I, I did that. And, and now I'm seeing the fruit of that. I haven't arrived yet, but, but I see the fruit we're of it. We're all in process. Yeah, yeah, we're all in process because he introduced, you know, he offered a training. I, I went to the training. He introduced me to you there, you know, and, and now, you know, you have already begun to influence and help and impact my life in that way. And so that's exactly how it happened. So I, I can't help but think about this, you know, what was it in your life prior to this position that equipped you, can you think about some things in your life, you know, that 
that kind of not groomed you for this, but prepared you, equipped you for this ability to connect with people at all, all levels of life? It's, um, it, it, it's somewhat multi-layered, so I, I'll keep it, I, I'll keep it short. I grew up in a small town called Immokalee, Florida, which is a farming community in Southwest Florida. Uh, Immokalee is a Indian word, Sem in Seminole, it means my home. And, and in this, this community, my parents own a flower and gift shop. So um, in, in, in that environment, it was very much about hospitality. It was remembering people. It was being there for people in the happy times, whether it's a birthday, a wedding, but also the sad times when they lost somebody. And, and so growing up, seeing parents that operated in, in and around um, the, the hospitality industry, that was something that was always uh, front and center. Uh, that put bread on the table. And when something puts bread on the table and shoes on your feet and school clothes on your back, you tend to pay attention, uh, attention to that. And in a small town, it was, it was more evident. Uh, you know, we, we, we worked in there. Uh, we didn't stay at home while mom and dad went to, went to work. We, the, the family worked in there. It was, a, it was a family business. So, you know, that, that was the foundation for it. By the time I went to college, I had to, I had to get a job. Uh, went to Palm Beach Atlantic University in, in West Palm Beach and it was right across the waterway from from Palm Beach and those were the biggest houses I've ever seen in my life that was that Palm Beach was a world away from anything I could have ever experienced or seen in uh, in Immokalee but during my sophomore year of college at the beginning I, I had to get a job I had to work and I answered an ad at College Billboard to go and run errands at a fundraising firm and it was just right down the street. And there was a, a little old man who was head of this firm. It was his firm by the name of Frank Wright. And he had a very distinguished uh, career in, uh, in, in journalism and then in, in public relations that morphed into, into fundraising. And I don't know if you're a Seinfeld fan, but when Elaine went to work for Mr. Pitt, and uh, nothing was ever right. That was that was the experience that 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 I encountered. And you know, I, I it took a lot to clean me up. But Mr. Wright was determined that 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 was his his job. And I mean, he was eighty four, eighty five uh, when I when I started there. And by the end of end of the first semester of my sophomore year, I was working there full time and going to school full time. And um, he had an incredible gift for remembering names, remembering people, uh, facts about them, and he would he would take notes on, on, on that me me mental notes. I never saw him write down um, people's names or, or any of those, uh, and he had tremendous recall. And when he would see people, it was as if he had known their lives, and and they would constantly be amazed at, at his ability so wow. that was that was an, an incredible an, an incredible foundation um, you know the, the college and then after college um, one of the people mr. Wright had, had introduced me to was the founder of Northwood University uh, dr. Arthur Turner and and he um, he had a lot of health challenges, but his his memory wasn't always uh, as sharp as Mr. Wright's at times. But he would write down notes, 
And, and one thing Dr. Turner needed no help uh, with, and that was coming up with strategic fundraising um, methods. His strategy was, was second to none. And sometimes when you think, Dr. Turner, you're gonna drive me crazy. He would come out with the most brilliant strategy you've ever heard. And you just sit back like, where in the world did that come from? Wow. Uh, Dr. Turner was a letter writer. Uh, he was very prolific uh, in, in his letter writing. Uh, he understood gift giving uh, strategically. Wow. It was very important to him. And, 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 and from there, I was, I was introduced to um, Rich and Helen DeVos, uh, the founders of, of Amway. And I learned fundraising and strategy from the donor perspective from the DeVosses. And, and so through the, the mentorship and, and, and you know, back, back before the word mentorship, uh, you know, became a household word, um, it, was, it was just more spending time. I, I didn't know what that word meant. I just knew that I was learning by working for them. And, and one thing that, that was, was very important and realized um, early on was that when these people could open a lot of doors for you. Um, and, and so cultivating uh, the, these folks, working hard in there, um, when I needed something, uh, was applying for graduate school, whatever, whatever it was, um, these gentlemen, they picked up the phone for me and called to make sure that, uh, I got the interview and I got a good word put in and, um, it, it became more evident that truly it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, um, and those relationships are, are second to none and was very blessed to have those people in, in my life. And I think all of us at one time or another um, have had people like that. And, and, and if we don't have, we should have. And, and we need to go looking for those people. And that's, that's the reason we keep, keep three lists to remind us who the people are in our lives um, so that we keep in touch with them and that you know, we're, not, uh, we're, we're not calling them up uh, at the 11th hour because we need a favor and we hadn't talked to them in a year. That's yeah, right. that, that was that was one thing these all three of these gentlemen told me you got to keep in touch with people when you don't want something uh, so that whenever you do need something it's not uh, it's not one of those things well wow I only hear from him when he when he needs something or he wants something that's, that's right I, that, that's not the way that it works that's uh, right that's exactly right and you know I think there are probably people listening they're going well where do I start and you know, I just would encourage people to, you know, just like you've said, there's somebody in your, you know, on your list. They're there. They're already there. And, and I would just encourage people to start, just start where you are today. I mean, don't wait till next Monday, just reach out to somebody today and, and begin that connection process. Because again, five years ago, if you had told me that, um, I would be connected with the people that I'm connected with now. I would have said, there's no way you don't understand. You know, I was not the honor graduate. I was not this, I was not that. And, and none of that really matters. What matters is, is that you, you know, show up 
and, and you show up and you reach your hand out. And that's one thing my daddy, I guess he, he taught me without even knowing he was teaching me the most valuable lesson. And it's just to speak, speak to everybody. He taught me to say hello to everyone. And, um, you know, I've had to learn the hard way on some of that. Some of that I'll never get when I went to New Orleans and, and I was walking down Bourbon Street speaking to, I mean, trying to help all the people there laying in the gutters. And somebody finally said, you need to stop, yeah. stop. And I was like, but, but, you know, I, I need to speak to them. I need to do this. But so there's, there's so much growth for us along the journey. And um, I've learned so much from, from just the short time that, that I've known you, Ben. I look forward to well, thank you. leaning in and, and every day into the future and as we journey yeah. through this life. Yeah. And, and, and if I can share just, just one more thing, yeah. if we have another minute. Yeah, for sure. When I, I, I spoke somewhere one time and, and there was a, um, a lady that came up to me and, and she said, uh, who do I need to know? I said, well, who, who would you like to know? And she said, everyone. I said, oh, I said, okay. I said, uh, the wino on the street? <laughs> you know, the, the all, you want to know all the people at the homeless shelter? Uh, you want to know all the people at the nursing home? What? Well, n no, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to, um, I, I want to speak publicly. So I need and I said, all right. I said, that, that's just your first lesson right there. Yeah. You've got to be able to quantify who it is right. that you, that, that you want to know, but more importantly, who it is you need to know. Right. And, um, you know, that's one thing that these lists will help you do. And, and, and I don't care if you only have a total of three people, uh, one person on each list. You begin to work that uh, work that list and allow those people to introduce you to other people, um, because those people will know the type of person that uh, the type of people that you you need to meet. Um, That's exactly right. I was, yeah, I, I, was, I was. No, go ahead. I, I was going to tell you. I, I was speaking um, to a to a group one time, and I I, I met. A, a really nice guy. He was, he was in sales and he said, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I said, well, you know, let's, let's have breakfast and you, you, you tell me and I'll be happy to help you as best I can. And he said, I am involved in like four networking groups. I go to every chamber event. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all of these things, but I, it, it's not translating to sales. I said, Oh, okay. I said, how many people at your networking groups or even at your chamber uh, meetings are able to, to, to purchase the very expensive um, high-tech home entertainment centers that, that you sell? Well, not, not really, none of them. I said, you're hanging out at the wrong places. <laughs> you gotta go and hang out with the people who can actually buy your system. Um, and, and I said, stop, stop going to 101 different events. And I said, I'd rather see you go to one event full of people that can buy your system than go in, go into all of those other things. So strategy is important. Uh, again, whether you're trying to find a job, whether you're trying to sell people something, whether you're trying to launch a speaking career, um, you have to know your audience and, and, um, uh, an, an audience 
to, to sell something um, um, or to be employed it is generally a narrow window. It's not in the masses. So you, you got to make sure uh, with these three lists that, that you have the people on there, the appropriate people, and you focus on those people. Your strategy is, is focusing on those people that, that are able to help you. And that, that, that's key. And it, 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 it breaks my heart sometimes when I see people that are just going 100 miles an hour in the, in the wrong direction with no strategy. Uh, they're just wide open. Uh, yeah. and, and it's like you're wide open going nowhere. Going nowhere so, fast. Yeah, yeah. So let me, let me see you be uh, a, a, a turtle almost. Uh, and 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 focus in the right uh that you know exactly where you're going you're just not holding on to a steering wheel accelerator to the floor just holding on for dear life that 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 that's not gonna that's not gonna work uh, going that's right going nowhere fast that's so funny i can't believe um i can't believe you just said that about a turtle because yesterday i was on a mastermind and and I said, you know, sometimes slow is better, which is hilarious coming out of my mouth because I was the one that flew going nowhere the first half of my life. And, and I saw this turtle walking across the sidewalk right when I said that. I took his picture and um, I'm doing this photography with um, Christian Del Rosario. He's just doing a little complimentary mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And I posted that picture of that turtle. I cannot believe it. I was like, oh God, God is teaching me something about a turtle right now. So I'm going to lean into yeah. the turtle. <laughs> but, um, Anyway, that is, that is just such gold. It just everything that you've been sharing with us. And um, one thing, I just saw this this week that, you know how we've always heard you're five people away from the person you need to meet. Right. And then I saw this article from Fast Company that said now it's like you're 3.9 you know, people away, 3.9%. Yeah. You're 3.9 people away from that. And I was like, wow. They said the world's shrinking. And it's, and it is, it's kind of, it's kind of cool like that because, yeah. you know, I mean, I met you from one person, you know, so it's, it's pretty cool how, how that works, but, um, wow, such great wisdom and what a difference, you know, you are making in the world just because you grew up in a family that served people and, and that became one of your values and, you've never forgotten that and you've just it's only grown as you've grown and now the lives that you're changing that some of the people so many of those people you'll never even know their name but the influence and impact that you're having in your life wow that's well, thank that's you. so awesome those, those foundational lessons i mean they'll they, they'll carry you and i mean you think of the biblical principle of um, you know, building on a firm foundation and, and not building on sinking sand. I, I think we've all seen ventures that have looked great. I mean, it, it's, it's looked great on paper. The, the, they had slick promotional materials. They did a lot of things right, but the infrastructure wasn't there. And so when they started, it may have gone off with a bang, but it just, it, it, it couldn't hold. And, and a lot of times when, when we in, invest in beautiful business cards and, you know, have somebody put our resume together and get a great website and, and, and that sort of thing, um, you know, it, 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 
it, if that's not getting into the correct hands, it, 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 it's a wasted, uh, wasted effort. And, and that's where I hate to see people um, spin their wheels. Um, yeah. You know, and I think everybody important. wants to do that first. They want to go the outside. They want, they want all the outside first before they start on the inside. And I think everything starts in the heart, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so many people absolutely. think that's so, you know, cheesy sounding, but you know what? It works. And authenticity yeah. does work. And um, absolutely. So anyway, you are just um, such a bright spot in this world. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I've just got to say this too. I know we're, I've probably taken a little bit too much of your time, but I've been talking okay. to you forever. But um, so I noticed during the last 40 days, you were serving your neighbors and through, through food preparation and I'm Southern and I know you're, you were raised Southern too. So that, that's a big part in our life, but wow, what a blessing, what a simple thing that you've done that has just multiplied, you know, value and added value to, to your neighbors. Well, one thing I learned early on, when you work with, with extremely wealthy people and, and, and you don't come from wealth yourself, you, you try and think, where's the common denominator? Where, what, what is the point of, of connection? And I've worked with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and a lot of people of, of the first generation that made the money and, and those that are first generation and actually made the money, earned the money, they have a true appreciation for pretty humble beginnings. And, and there's generally always something from childhood that, that, that is remembered or that is quite, quite symbolic. And, and the common denominator with, with everyone is that you have to eat. And, and I have always found that uh, sharing a meal together, you, you can learn a lot about somebody when you share a meal together. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, all, all of my mentors, uh, they were, they were food people and they, they, they understood the importance of family and friends and being around a dinner table and, and just, just talking. And so, uh, I, I'd like to say that, that, that my, my cooking is just all about helping people, but truly it's, it, it's not, I've been about to climb the walls. So um, having a reason to get out of the house and to go to the grocery store every day, that, uh, that, that, that's been for me. And then just to, to, to be in the kitchen and to create something. Um, I, I, I was taught to cook with no recipe book and we didn't measure. So my, my portion sizes are really big and my neighbors are absolutely loving, uh, loving it. You have so. really started something. Yeah. So you're, you're multiplying in the kitchen, but yeah, you had to just create some way to um, keep yourself. I know from climbing the walls. I know. I'm so thankful. Yeah. You know, I, I've got a few elderly friends too, that have been going through chemo and a few other things that, that truly they can't get out. It's yeah. too high risk. So, yeah. you know, being able to bring them a, a hot meal and just, chat with them for a few minutes every day. You yeah. know, they, they enjoy that. And it, it, it gives me a sense of purpose during this time. Uh, yeah. cause I'm, um, I, I, I got to stay sane and, you know, yeah. being stuck at home, um, is not something that I enjoy. I, I'm like you, I have to be around, have to be around people. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a, it's been a challenge, but, um, I at the, at the start of it, 
I was so thankful when, you know, when Paul said, you know, we're going to take this time and we're going to lean in and we're going to provide, you know, a place, a consistent, calm uh, message. And I've been so thankful because my days have been filled up from, you know, John's virtual stuff to, I mean, just all that. And I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I need to get out and, and I need to go out and tell the squirrels or tell somebody, I mean, I've yeah. just got to, you know, it's time for this to transition. And I'm so thankful that we're, we're moving on, you know, and looking into the future now too. So yeah, it's exciting. Hey, what, one thing that I put together right before all this happened, um, was was something called life lessons i don't know if you saw me post a page or two on that but um i'll be happy to email it to you in electronic oh, form you. and and if you want to send it to anybody that's listened or anything like that you can feel free because it, it discusses a lot of what um what i've talked about today well good well so thank you so much yeah yeah, I look forward. I would love to love to get that and send it out to to everyone. And um and also to just thank you again for I know the other day you you said that you had a a, a book for the graduates from a project that you mm -hmm. had done. And yeah. so I, I appreciate that too. Just thinking you're you're just sowing those seeds, just connecting, mm -hmm. just just doing your thing and you and you do it so well. And I just oh, I cannot well, thank, thank you enough. You. You're most kind. Well, You're most kind. I, I mean that with all my heart. And, and I thank you so much for, for sacrificing your time for us today. And wow, I took, I took notes and I'm going to go back through and take more notes and yeah. make sure I have these, these three lists going at all times. Yeah. But well, you're definitely, you're definitely on my list. My, well, <laughs> well it, it, it's my pleasure. I'm passionate about this. So it's, it's nice to be able to chat and, Especially chat with people that want to hear. So that's, yeah. uh, that's, that makes me happy. All right. Well, thank, thank you for you. having me. I'm honored. Well, I w we are too. Thank you so much. Yeah. And um, I look forward to having you on again. You know, when we, when we get on through this and on down the road, I'm sure you'll be back again as our special. Well, it would be my pleasure anytime. All right. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Bye. -bye. Bye.